Hello, all of my photography friends, photography lovers. This is Oh Shoot. So much guys i'm cassidy i'm just like recording this podcast about myself and laughing because i recorded that intro and decided to do some horrible singing and then matt comes in with that great intro and now i'm over here feeling like my um singing at the beginning was kind of dumb but it's okay anyway i'm cassidy welcome to the podcast um this is oshu where i teach you photography we talk about photography Um, yeah, it's all about photography, business stuff, and I'm excited that you're here, which means you want to grow your business and you want to grow in your photography. So I am here for you and I'm excited to jump into today's episode, which is about TikToks and reels. If you're not familiar with my backstory, I actually grew my social media following 100% through TikToks and reels. And these are the strategies that I use every day when I'm making reels on TikToks. And honestly, I just wanted to share it with you because that is how I grow my business. Because of that, I wanted to dedicate an episode to talking about making reels in TikToks and how you can utilize reels and utilize TikToks in your business to grow your business. And it doesn't have to be spammy or cheesy or weird. We can figure out a way for you to grow your business using video marketing. So as of lately, Instagram has put out a video saying that their platform is going to be geared towards videos more than photos. That doesn't mean they're taking away photos, but essentially they're going to be putting a much higher emphasis on videos, which indicates to me that video marketing is going to be very, very important in the future to stay relevant and to just continue to get your name out there as a photography business or just as a business in general. So video marketing and reels and TikToks, that honestly is where the market is headed for marketing and for social media. Um, And remember, social media is a free way to market yourself. So having a good strategy on social media and knowing how you can continue to reach your audience is going to be huge because it is a free way to market yourself and you should be utilizing it. So I think clients too are also really emphasizing reels and TikToks and video marketing more than they are putting an emphasis on photos. Um, so we are, we're just going to get ahead of the game and we are going to start posting more reels and more TikToks and I'm going to help you do that. So the first thing that I want you to think about before we even jump into any of my strategies or my tactics. First, I need you to sit and identify who are you targeting with your videos? Yeah, that's right. I want you to think think about who you're targeting. Okay, that's long enough silence. Silence is so awkward. Um, So who are you targeting? I want you to think about this mainly because photographers usually will post videos geared towards other photographers. 
There's nothing wrong with that, but I just want to put it out there that photographers do not pay your bills. Clients and people who book sessions with you are going to pay your bills unless your business is geared towards photographers. So photography education, your following of tons of photographers isn't going to help you book more sessions. It might help you um, grow your numbers so you might get more followers and that'll make you look more credible. But if your audience and the people who you're making videos for are not photographers, then who are the people you're making videos for? I'm going to tell you, you are probably going to want to be making videos for your target audience, which is your clients. So if you are a wedding photographer like myself, that is anyone who is engaged and getting married or just couples in general, because I also dabble in couples photography. So that is the first thing that I wanted to put into perspective is while you're making these videos, keep your target audience in mind with every video you make, make sure it has some sort of relation back to your target audience. It's that simple. So that is the first thing that I wanted to say. And I just wanted to get that out there. Now we can move on to a few of my strategies and tactics. Um, so I am looking at a very long list of things that I have to share with you. The first thing that I'm going to say is the first five seconds of your videos, they need to be good. Like that is the hook and the sinker and the bait. I don't really know what the right word would be, but that is the area of your video that's going to grab that attention. So it's the attention grabber. The first three to five seconds, actually. So I, it's pretty self-explanatory, but when you're making videos, especially for Instagram or TikTok, the retention rate is so low, which means like people are not going to stick around to find out what your video is about. They need to know within that first five seconds and you need to be giving them value within that first five seconds. So if I'm making a video geared towards engaged couples, this first five seconds of the video is going to say five poses you need to try for your engagement session. So anyone that's going to be watching that video or interested in that video is going to be engaged and like actually engaged, but they're also going to be engaged in your content because that first five seconds is telling them what's going to be in the video. It's a really good hook and that keeps them watching. The shorter your videos are, the better they perform. That's literally what I've just discovered. Um, and I think part of the reason that shorter videos do better is because they have a higher watch time. Like I said, the attention on Instagram and TikTok is so low. Like people are just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. So um, short videos are going to perform better. When I say short videos, I think of seven to 15 seconds. That's kind of the sweet spot. Um, you kind of have to think what is going to indicate to Instagram or TikTok that my video is worthy of being on the For You page or worthy of being on the Reels Explore page. So those things that indicate that your video is worthy is watch time, rewatch time, profile visits or follows, likes, comments, shares, or saves. And those are kind of dependent on whether or not it is TikTok or Instagram that you're using. So if we start with watch time, that is going to be how long does anyone actually watch your video? 
So that's where that first five seconds comes in where you need to hook someone so that they stay watching your video. A rewatch time is like how many times do they watch it over and over again? So maybe you are making a video that has a huge paragraph of text but the video is only three seconds long. So you don't give them enough time to read all of it. So they'll rewatch it so that they can actually read what's on the video. So that will get you rewatch time. Profile visits or follows. So think about if someone sees your video and they automatically follow you after watching the video, that's going to indicate to Instagram or TikTok that your video is valuable or that your content is valuable and that your video deserves to be pushed to more people. Likes and comments. This is kind of just a given, but um, the more likes and the more comments that you get within a certain period of time of your video being posted will indicate to um, the social media platform, either Instagram or TikTok, that your video should be pushed to more people. Um, So The algorithm will push your video specifically to, let's say, 30 people. And if only one of those 30 people like it or nobody likes it, that's going to indicate to TikTok that your video might not be the viral video that you think it is. But if you post a reel and within the first, let's say, half an hour, Instagram pushes your video to 100 people and you get... 70 likes, that's 70% of the people who watch the video find it like worthy. So that is a good indicator to continue to push it out to more people. Um, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know exactly how the algorithm works, but in my brain, that is like how I make sense of likes and comments and also shares too. Um, a share on TikTok specifically indicates that you are like wanting to share this with someone else. It's like so good that someone else needs to see it. That is probably the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest tool for becoming more viral or getting more views. Um, My most shareable videos are the ones that have the most views. And part of that is because someone's sending it to a friend or sending it to someone else. So that naturally is going to give it more views, but the sh- the shareable videos are um, those those are just so awesome for um, the strategy of growing on Instagram or TikTok. The other thing that I want you to do when you are making reels on TikToks is use trending sounds. You have to use trending sounds. This this is like the way that your video is going to be deemed relevant or not. If you are using sounds that are up and coming and not just currently the number one song, but a song or sound that is up and coming and a lot of people are using, but maybe it's not number one yet, that is going to be your gold. Like I have found that the sound I pick for my TikTok or reel is so crucial for the performance of the video itself. So don't sleep on this. You really need to be focusing on trending sounds. Um, Any trend can be made into a niche video. So if there's a trend going around, put a creative spin on it that niches it to your target audience. And the fun thing about using trends in video marketing is um, they're just, it's such a creative way of using what's current and using what's trending right now 
and gearing it towards the people who um, you want to book or the people that you want to work with. So um, trends are really important. I'm just going to leave it there. Trending sounds, trends in general, um, that's going to be your key for seeing growth within your videos. Um, In general, when you're making videos, text and captioning is also super important. Not everyone listens with their sound on, surprisingly, right? I will watch videos and I'll have my sound down because I'm like around people and I don't want them to know that I'm watching videos. So you can use auto-generated captions, which TikTok provides. Um, You can also use the auto-generated captions on Reels or you can go and do titles yourself and caption it yourself. I find that captioning things myself performs just a little bit better because we can be more precise with um, the wording versus auto-generated captions. can be a little wonky sometimes. Um, But yeah, it's important to have that text on your videos throughout the video. And even if you don't do captioning, just having text in general is super, super important. I feel like everything I'm saying is super important for reels, but this specifically is really important. You also want to title the first part of your video with text and you can title it with what it's about or some sort of um, hook like we were talking about. But the title is a text thing that you would type out like, um, like I said, top engagement poses for your engagement session. And that's a title that you would put within the first five seconds and you would write it out and it would be text on the screen. So use text. Um, Just make sure you have good lighting. I mean, this is also kind of like a given, but um, having good lighting does affect whether or not someone scrolls. It's kind of horrible, but, um, your lighting is important for just showing your face. Um, yeah, we're photographers. Most of us listening are photographers. So, um, good lighting. You want to have good lighting. If you don't have like a room with a nice window, get a ring light. But if you like have a window, just stand in front of a window. That's, that's what I do. Um, you'll want to sell your service to your audience without your audience knowing that they're being sold to. I just want you to think about that for a second. I'm going to say it again. You want to sell your service without your audience knowing that they're being sold to. So when you're creating videos, how are you selling your service without being salesy? I think a really good way of doing this is by showcasing your work or addressing the pain points that your target audience has, and then providing solutions to those pain points. Um, A good example would be um, what to wear to engagement sessions. That's a pain point for a lot of people because picking outfits is hard and it's hard to know what looks good together. So that's a pain point. You can address it in a video and then provide solutions. And you can say, this is what I would wear um, and show examples of what you would wear. Um, so you also, this is kind of, um, just a general thing that you should have on all of your social media in general, but you want to optimize your bio. So specifically on Instagram or TikTok, your bio needs to be in a place. So when someone comes onto your page, they're not confused about what you do or what you offer. My bio has converted so many, um, People like it has taken people from my Instagram to my website 
to where they then will book with me or inquire with me. And same with TikTok. I've had so many people click on the link in my TikTok bio and then reach out to me and say, hey, I found you on TikTok. And I truly believe that if my bio wasn't set up the way that it is, that people wouldn't feel comfortable reaching out. So you want to be open and inviting with your bio and just let people know they can click on that link. Tell them like click on this link in my bio and book a session or reach out and let's talk. Um, I, I love bios. I could go on and on and on about Instagram bios, um, but I will hold back for now. You are going to want to utilize relevant hashtags on your reels or TikToks, reels or TikToks. Um, I like to put my hashtags in my caption for Instagram. So for a reel, I will do all my hashtags in the caption. So I won't do like a separate comment. But on TikTok, I do just about four or five hashtags. I don't ever want to do more than four or five on TikTok because it um, takes up too much space in the video itself. Like it makes your caption be like higher up on the video than other captions. So that's why I just stick to four or five. You'll start taking tons of videos at your weddings and sessions. Um, This is something you can start doing literally tomorrow. Um, You want to do this just so you have content for your videos. You might run into a point where you get tired of filming yourself or you get kind of stuck or you want to do a trend and you don't have time to go out and find a couple and take a video of you shooting so you can use a video that you already have. I've done this so many times. I have tons of videos of me shooting just so I can use them in the future. And I always take lots of videos of my shoots and kind of just like all the details of the shoots or different poses and stuff, just in case I ever want to make a video out of it. You can hire someone to take videos of you, or you can just ask someone to. I shot a first look once and there was a bride bridesmaid that was just, um, watching and she was just kind of sitting there. She had permission to watch, but, um, I gave her my phone and I asked if she would be okay filming it for me. And she like loved it. She loved being a part of it. And plus I got a cool video out of it. And I could also then give that video to my clients and be like, Hey, I just have this video of you if you want it. Cool. If not, whatever. Um, yeah, so take lots of videos. Don't forget to take lots of videos because, um, it can be tempting to go and just shoot something and kind of forget that you need video content later. So, um, when in doubt, just take a couple of videos. You can also use it for other social media too, which is nice. Um, for TikToks and for reels, you are going to want to plan out your content beforehand. I write out all of my content, actually. I don't write scripts because I feel like that feels really stiff, but um, planning out your content is just going to help you keep on track. I'm, I try to be an efficient person. So if I'm spending like a full five hours of my day filming TikToks and, or Reels and just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm trying to think of ideas on the spot, but there's a lot of pressure and I can't figure it out. That's why you just have to plan your content out beforehand. So I keep a note on my phone. It's like a running list of TikTok or real ideas. And I, whenever I have an idea randomly, I'll just jot it down. So then the day that I'm going to film, I have a bunch of content already planned out. And 
I will pick seven videos every week. So I'll make seven videos because there's seven days in a week. Something that I also do is I save sounds that I want to use in the future. Um, this is just an easy way to find that sound later. Um, so on Instagram, you could just, you know, go to the video, save the reel um, that you saw the sound on, or you can, on TikTok, it's the same thing. You just save the video. So like I said, it's just an easy way to find sounds without scattering and trying to find it later. I know that's the worst feeling is trying to search for a sound um, because reels and TikToks are so new. It's like a little bit harder to find sounds. So um, like I said, you should um, plan out your content, but also batch record everything. So I will record all of my videos in one day. I do seven videos and typically I'll stay in the same outfit, but if you feel like, I don't know, like you need to change outfits or people are going to notice that you filmed it all in one day. Um, you can switch outfits. I used to do that, but, um, now I just kind of film in the same outfit. I'm like, whatever. I I'll admit that I filmed them all in one day. There's no shame. Um, then after you batch record everything, just make sure everything is prepped in the video. So all of your videos are cut together and all the text is on the videos. So they're ready to go whenever you need to post them. I find if you don't do the editing, like the text editing right away, it can kind of like drag on the process. So like if I film everything in one day, but don't add text that same day, then throughout the week, I'm adding text on videos as I post them. And that's just like, it's too much for me. I, I prefer not to think about it when I post, like, I don't want to think too much about what I still need to add to it. I want it to be the finished product. So, um, with reels specifically, you're going to want to incorporate reels into your feed. Um, I think the thing that has helped me the most with reels is, um, sharing them to my feed because I went through a time where I wouldn't share them to my feed and I would just like post them to the Reels Explore page and that was it. And I found that those videos didn't perform as well. Um, the people that follow you, they want to see your Reels. They want to see your content. So if you are sharing the Reel to your feed, um, you're showing videos to the people that actually want to see your content. So like make sure you're sharing them to your feed. It's, it's really important. Um, and with that, you want to plan your reel covers too. So, um, I think that reels perform best when they're shared to your feed. And I think they perform best when they have a good cover because, um, you want to have bingeable content. You want to have like a backlog of a bunch of reels. So if someone comes on your page from a reel, they have tons and tons of more reels to watch and, um, they're all categorized by nice, cute little covers with um, some text on the cover, some, something that identifies that this is the reel that you're going to click on. Um, so another thing that I do, which I'm sure a lot of people um, notice, is I recycle my TikToks and I post them to reels. At the moment that this is being recorded, TikToks and reels are very similar. The platform is set up like literally almost identical. So, um, I'm able to post both and both perform really well. I've actually noticed that whatever goes viral for me on TikTok also goes viral for me on Instagram and what performs poorly on Instagram also performs poorly on TikTok. There's been a few exceptions I would say, but for the most part, they are heavily correlated. 
So those are a few of my strategies or techniques or whatever you want to call it. Um, Those are my ways of making reels. That's how I do it. Those are kind of the um, tips that I keep in the back of my head when I'm recording and posting and all that stuff. Um, Oh, the only other thing I want to say before I move on to my next um, section about ideas for um, your captions. I feel like captions are huge for TikToks and Reels. Um, Your captions are very um, influential. My captions, or I guess not my captions, but other people's captions, they influence whether or not I stay on the video. So um, let's say a crazy viral video is going around where um, someone pulls up to the Taco Bell drive-thru, you know, whatever. And the caption says, I can't believe this happened. It's super vague, right? Like I'm over here like, what happened? Like, what does that mean? And that's something that you can incorporate into your videos too. Um, You can say, um, this happens to me all the time or um, just something that's vague enough to where people will want to keep watching. It's about that retention, right? So um, your caption is super influential. And um, I think that you can utilize your captions to encourage engagement on your posts. So to encourage people to like or comment or share or whatever. So now that that was said, I feel like I had to say that. I would like to talk a little bit about ideas for videos. Um, I'm going to be talking specifically to photographers, um, maybe just general creative business owners too. But um, these are some like general ideas that I use for my videos. And um, remember, you want to keep these ideas in mind for your target audience. So for those people that you want to convert and that you want to reach out and book you. So the first idea would be some sort of behind the scenes. Um, The second is tips for your client or you can educate them um, or just tips for your target audience. Um, You can do anything humor related or entertainment related. You can do a trend like I was talking about trending sounds, um, anything that's visually trending. You can be inspirational. You can tell a story. You can tell your client's story. You can tell your story. Um, To hop back to um, the tips a little bit, um, there's a few um, videos that I found performed really well for my business. Specifically, I think that any video that is specific to your location. So for example, my favorite poses for blank sessions in Michigan. So my favorite poses for engagement sessions in Michigan. And that's kind of a specific thing. I don't know if I would go that specific with location, but you could say my favorite locations for engagement photos in Michigan. So that would be targeting my audience, which is people who are engaged. And that is targeting people who are in Michigan. So that's a double whammy. That is an idea that I would probably use. And I have used in the past. Um, you can also do any sort of, um, just like tip about weddings or getting engaged. So tips for your wedding, unique things to do at your wedding, things that'll make your wedding day run smoother or how to pop the question, and also hire a photographer, anything like that, where to take your photos, what to wear. Um, These are all different ideas that are 
educating your target audience, but also you're subtly educating them and letting them know I have the service I offer and it correlates with what you're looking for. So let's connect. So the last thing that I wanted to say about TikToks and Reels before I wrap up here, I just want you to know that TikToks and Reels are great, but they don't define you as a business owner, how well your Reels or TikToks perform. Do not define how good of a photographer you are. I really want to encourage you that as you're making videos, short videos, long videos, whatever you're making, just have fun with it. I think the most important thing for me that I've seen within like my growth is my videos didn't do well or weren't my best when I wasn't having fun with it and I wasn't being creative with it. When I started to make a routine out of making videos is when I kind of started losing the joy in making reels and TikTok. So when it comes down to it, it's really just a fun way to market yourself. Like think of it as a privilege to be able to make videos and that's your way of marketing is literally just making videos. Like that's so awesome. And no one becomes a professional reel maker or TikTok maker overnight. I certainly don't even think that I'm a professional TikTok maker. So give it time. Look at the videos that you post that perform well and recreate those videos. Those videos that perform well are going to be an indicator of what your target audience likes to see. And if you're not like actually learning from the videos that you're posting, then you're missing out. So as you're posting videos, take note of what performs well and replicate the things that perform well. Um, Notice what five second intros perform well for you, what sounds perform well for you, what types of videos perform well. And then as you start to post more videos, you can narrow down the type of video that you want to start posting more of and really narrow down what videos are going to help you market yourself as a photographer. Wow, I cannot believe I just shared all of my secrets with you guys. But, you know, here we are if you made it this far. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you don't already, follow me on Instagram or TikTok. Now would be a good time for me to plug that in because I've been talking about it so much. So on Instagram, my username is at Cassidy Lynn and my TikTok is Cassidy Lynn Photo. And I am so excited to continue to share more episodes with you guys. So have a great rest of your day and we'll be talking soon. Expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity The wisdom rushing in